Hi, I'm Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing that I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you and it starts right now. This is a Soulfire production. Episode number 88. Well, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Healing Catalyst podcast. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm Avanti, and I'm so glad that you're spending part of your day with me. So this week, we're continuing with our May intention of emotions and our health as we celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month. And as I've said before on this podcast in recent months, I'm really working to let go of what doesn't serve me, especially while I'm receiving treatment for my body's cancer. But of course, like most people, I feel really, really anxious throughout this process of healing. There are so many unknowns and it really takes a conscious effort to really stay in my body and be present and not to let my mind spin out of control into all of the what if questions and to all of the anxiety and overwhelm and stress and worry. And I know I'm not alone. You know, all of us, every single one of us, we all experience anxiety at different times in our lives for different reasons, at different degrees, but anxiety is part of the human experience. And it's not to say that we should try and push anxiety away. No, we should feel all of the emotions. I think more the point here is how can we start to shift ourselves out of anxiety into a sense of calm, into a sense of peace. So really that's the question. What can you do when you're in this state of anxiety? What can you do at that moment in the moment to halt the downward spiral into more anxiety and more overwhelm where everything seems to spin out of control? So today I want to share with you how Ayurveda can really help you reduce and release anxiety, to calm your anxiety. And I really want to go over some tools that I've been using lately as well to calm my own nerves. Okay, but before I do, let me first pause and go back to some of the basics of Ayurveda. The essence of Ayurveda is that when you live in harmony with nature, you'll have optimal health and a vibrant life. Ayurveda says that everything in the universe is made of the same five elements, space, air, fire, water, and earth, and that these elements have qualities that we can identify. Now, these qualities exist in everything, including the times of day, the seasons, our food, spices, our daily activities, our work, our types of movement, our relationships, pretty much everything. And these qualities also exist in symptoms. Now, a central principle in Ayurveda, which I call the golden principle, says that like increases like and opposites reduce. And so by applying this principle, we can quickly figure out how to remedy any symptom. It's almost like Ayurveda is that first aid kit or fire extinguisher that you see inside those glass boxes in public spaces that say break glass in case of emergency. Well, this is that emergency. I've actually developed a three-step process to quickly figure out what remedies to use for any symptom 
using the wisdom of Ayurveda, and it's called the counterbalance solution. I wrote extensively about this in my first book, The Health Catalyst, which is linked in the show notes for you in case you don't have it yet. It's a really great primer on Ayurveda and really introduces this idea of the counterbalance solution. But I'm going to review it right now for you as well. So step one of the counterbalance solution is to identify the symptom that you have, that you're experiencing, however subtle or however obvious it is, and its qualities. And as I mentioned before, everything in the universe has qualities, including symptoms. So identify and specifically name one symptom, just one when you first get started with this solution. Identify the symptom and think about what qualities it has. Now, step two of the counterbalance solution is to apply the golden principle of like increases like and opposites reduce. It makes intuitive sense that if you have a symptom that has the quality of, let's say, hot, if you add anything more with qualities of hot in the routines that you have, in the foods that you eat, in the movement practices that you do, that's going to increase that symptom, like increases like, because you have hot and you're adding more hot. Instead, to reduce and counterbalance the hot of that symptom, you need to add or cultivate things that have the quality of cool, which is the opposite. So that's a really simple example. And we'll get into it more in just a minute, but hopefully this drives home the point that really to balance out symptoms, you want to cultivate qualities that are opposite to the qualities of the symptom that you're experiencing. Okay, step number three is to choose remedies that cultivate these opposite qualities. And the three areas of remedy are number one, daily and seasonal routines, number two, diet, and number three, the tools of yoga. Okay, so now let me illustrate with an example and let's use the symptom of anxiety specifically, since that's what this episode is about. So step one of the counterbalance solution is to choose that symptom, anxiety, and then identify the qualities of anxiety. In this case, when we think about anxiety, it has the qualities of the air element, which are light, dry, cool, and mobile. And for this example, let's just focus on two of those qualities to make it a little simpler, light and mobile. Okay. Step number two is to apply the golden principle of like increases like and opposites reduce. So to reduce the qualities of light and mobile of the symptom of anxiety, you want to instead counterbalance or increase or cultivate the qualities that are opposite of heavy and stable. Okay. Step number three is to then choose remedies that will cultivate these opposite qualities of heavy and stable. And again, there are three types of remedies that we can choose from, which I always talk about on this podcast, which is number one, daily and seasonal routines, number two, diet, and number three, the tools of yoga. Now, in my own personal example with anxiety, right now, I am experiencing a lot of spinning thoughts where my mind is constantly going with all of the questions of what if, and what if this doesn't work? What if that doesn't work? What if, you know, I don't heal, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just spiraling out of control. So I really need to get out of my head, out of my mind and back into my body. My spinning thoughts are causing lots of movement in my mind. So you can almost imagine anxiety as a balloon 
that is spinning in the air because it's light and mobile, right? Like a balloon. And to counterbalance this balloon, to bring it back to earth, to ground it from the air, because it's the air element, you need to hold on to the string of the balloon and tether it so it doesn't fly away. You have to create more stability and you have to create some heaviness, right? To pull it down. So hopefully that image helps you think about how to apply the counterbalance solution to a symptom like anxiety that is the air element that has the qualities of the air element, which are again, light, cool, dry, and mobile. And so now we understand that the qualities we need to cultivate in the remedies that we choose to cultivate and release anxiety, the symptom of anxiety, are things that have the qualities of heavy and stable. So here are three different remedies that we can use to really cultivate those qualities of heavy and stable that come from the wisdom of Ayurveda. And these are things that I've really, really been leaning into lately to help calm my own anxiety. Okay, number one is to just breathe. And this is a tool of yoga. Simply use your breath to connect to your body. Now, I have talked about this so many times on this podcast, but breath is really powerful medicine. It's free. You can use it anytime and anywhere. And it literally will change your physiology by changing your breath, by just focusing on the movement of your breath in and out of your lungs. That drops you out of your head and into your body. So you could really just start there. Just focus on the movement of your breath in and then your breath out and keep doing that for a few minutes. Now, if you want to go a little further and a little deeper, you can work on extending your exhale. This will help to calm your mind. And again, I've talked about this before on the podcast. There are two parts of the breath, the inhale and the exhale. The inhale is activating and the exhale is calming. By extending the exhale, making it a little bit longer than the inhale, you're tapping into the power of that calming effect of the breath. Now, there are a few ways that you can extend your exhale, but really the easiest way to do this is to link your exhale to a movement. You can link your exhale to one fluid movement and then to extend the exhale, add a pause midway through this movement. So let me give you an example. If you're somewhere that you can stop for a moment and stand up or sit, just try this with me. So start by standing or sitting in a relaxed stance with your arms at your sides. Now, as you inhale, bring your arms up from your sides all the way above your head and then exhale and bring your arms back down to your sides. Okay, you've just linked your breath to a movement. Now to extend the exhale, as you move your arms above your head, you're going to inhale. But then as you exhale, bring your arms halfway down in line with your shoulders, pause, and then continue down to bring your arms at your sides. This is really a very simple example. And so what you've done is you've extended your exhale by adding a pause midway through the movement. So you're inhaling all the way up above your head. And then on your way down on your exhale, you pause midway and then bring your arms all the way back down to your sides. So again, a really simple example of where you can link your breath to a movement to either exhale longer or inhale longer if that's what you want to do. But in this example, you're exhaling longer. And my hope is that you actually experienced yourself dropping out of your head into your body when you linked your breath to this movement. 
Okay, the second remedy to really help release anxiety, to help cultivate the opposite qualities of anxiety, which the qualities of anxiety, again, are light and mobile. And we're trying to cultivate the opposite qualities of heavy and stable is to ground your body in some way. Now, you can do this through yoga, either seated or lying down on the floor. You can do it through dance. You can do it through getting outside. And personally, I find it really helpful to go on a meditative walk, to really feel the sun on my skin, to breathe some fresh prana, and to just get a little bit of gentle movement in. Now, my favorite way to do a walking meditation is really simple. You just get outside, start walking, and breathe naturally at a steady pace for yourself. Then place your gentle focus on the rhythm of your steps, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Become aware of each step that you take to bring you to the present and continue in this way for three to five minutes. And then you can build from there. By focusing on your steps, you quite literally pull yourself out of your mind and into your body, into your steps. You ground yourself. Remember that example of the balloon sort of flying all over the place, untethered in the air with the air element? That's anxiety. That's the anxiety, the movement of thoughts across your mind. And so when you do a walking meditation or you ground yourself in the grass or you ground yourself by doing some yoga seated or lying down on the floor, you're literally holding on to the cord of the balloon and tethering yourself and creating some stability and some heaviness. Now, the third remedy that we can use to really cultivate these opposite qualities of heavy and stable to really ground ourselves, to pull ourselves out of our mind and into our body when our anxiety is sort of pulling us all over the place and this overwhelm in our mind with these spinning thoughts and overwhelm and worry is a daily practice of abhyanga or self-massage with oil. This is a really powerful practice in Ayurveda and it calms the nervous system. This practice is traditionally done in the morning, starting at the head and going all the way down to the feet and the toes. But in modern life, that's not always practical. So do it when you can. In fact, I often suggest a shorter version to most of my patients and students as part of their bedtime routine which is to massage their feet, the bottoms of their feet with some warm oil. Take three to five minutes to give your soul some love and attention. You know, your feet carry you throughout the day, all over the world, every day, and they connect you to the earth. So when you massage your feet, you're really grounding your feet again, grounding it into the earth. And when you do this self-massage with oil, do it with gratitude and compassion for your body. Again, this really helps to drop you out of your mind and into your body. And so to review, when you find that you're spinning in your head and that you need to break that glass box because it's an emergency, to prevent a downward spiral, to heal your mind and shift your mindset, Use remedies that help you get out of your head and into your body. The three remedies that we talked about today are number one, breathe and link your breath to your movement. Number two, ground your body to the earth through dance, walking in nature, or yoga, supine or seated on the floor, or stretching on the floor. And number three, do a self-oil massage or abhyanga to calm your nervous system and honor your body. I hope that you find some peace and calm using these remedies to release your anxiety. And please share with someone who needs this information. Until next week, be well. 
Thanks again for listening to The Healing Catalyst. If you love what you heard, please hit follow and pass it along to a friend. And if you're feeling really inspired, please rate and review so that others can find this podcast more easily. To learn more, head to avantikumarsingh.com. And to connect with me directly, find me on Instagram at avantikumarsingh. I'll be back next week and hope that you will be too. Until then, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing because healing starts within.